Dude, why do I have way more of the blanket on my side? It's like a bad marriage. It fell over? <laughs> oh, shit but, happened? Hey, no, so basically what happened was last night. So I have a coworker. His wife works for KSL. And uh, that podcast. Kink State location. <laughs> Hey, I grew up on fucking old chat rooms, Jake, okay? You cannot say letter S-L without me thinking A-S-L. Um, anyway, so um, with the cold podcast, which is like the number one podcast in the world right now, like if you look at Apple Podcasts. I don't. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, so it's basically about the murder of a woman that lived, I think they lived in West Valley, because I know West Valley has some of the, the Crazy people? Well, yeah, that too. But anyway- Basically, it's believed that he killed his wife, but they've never found the body, and so he was never officially charged. Charged, And whenever they started to get close, so I moved out here in October of 2011. It was a few months after I moved out. Uh, he killed himself and their kids. Like the house, I think it was like in a house fire or something like that. Oh. Like they did like a family camping trip and they never found her body. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. That's what basically the podcast is about. And so I was spending last night at FanX talking to the um the journalist slash host of the podcast and then the crew that works on it, like um like the producer who's the the wife of the the coworker of mine and then um yeah so I was kind of just talking with all of those people and I'm like look they get enough people who want to talk about all the information so I was just kind of I was more curious about how much prep and what all went into it cuz I told them straight up um the process can also be uh, entertainment in its own right yeah. right cuz with with Cheryl the uh, the producer, I was asking her. I was like, "Hey, look, I I kind of told her that I always get jealous of those those procedural, well produced podcasts because I would love to be able to do that, but I don't have the time or resources. It also requ- requires uh, you know sound engineering. Yeah, there's there's a lot yeah. that goes production, into it. Yes. Yeah, production. Um, because of course, her husband he knew that I had a podcast. And so before it launched, he kind of gave me the heads up. He's like, you know, my wife, because he had mentioned it before that she my worked wife. for KSL, <laughs> but um, said that, you know, that this podcast was coming out and he wanted to give me a heads up about it. And so I did. I was just more curious because I guess before they even got to the point to where they started recording the podcast, uh, is it Dave or David? I'm trying to remember which one he goes by. Anyway, I think it's Dave. Um the the host slash journalist dude he spent two years compiling data before they even started recording the podcast jesus and went ahead and added it we'll give it a listen yeah no it's it's really interesting i mean it's one of those things like i was telling them that whenever it comes to those well-produced like revisionist history i love revisionist history i loved crime town i liked the um rfk tapes all of those different ones where they have that high production value, I'm just like, no. And make- hell, some of them you don't even realize they have such high production value. Like uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern. It is a roundtable show with, with a bunch of fucking uh, uh, improvisational actors from Chicago, okay? Right. And didn't even notice. Like they had a, they're taking a bit of a hiatus, so they had like a giant back to behind the scenes thing. Right. Didn't even realize they're all recording just kind of like we are, but the yeah. guy who uh, who edits everything, 
set it up to where the main host is set flat in the channels directly left and right. One of the hosts is slightly off to the their uh, their settings are slightly off to right ear. The other host slightly off to the left ear. So it gives you the illusion that they're sitting around a table talking. Like, dude, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and you realize the kind of shit people do. Like, man, it's God damn. There's some talented people out there doing dude, stuff. There really is. And that's why I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, to me, part of it was it was. I mean, I got home and I was exhausted and I was like, you know what? I'll still go because if nothing else, I figured it would uh, satiate my curiosity. And plus it was networking. To me, I'm like, it's still kind of cool to meet people like that and talk with people like that. I'm just that type of person. Right. And also, seriously, there's just something about true crime podcasts. Yeah, there really is. I have a friend online who started one up, sadly, there hasn't been an episode in almost a year. And I'm like, I subtly probably was like, Hey, I was looking at your stuff on uh, iTunes. Cause I was, you know, of course upvoting the stuff I listened to. And, um, the first episode's not there. Hey, are you guys planning on doing more episodes? <laughs> like I was like sitting there was like, I don't no fucking shit. If you guys don't want to edit, get it to me because it is, it's a true crime podcast centered around a Canadian culture and uh, women. Yeah. And it is so fucking good. And all it is is them sat down with a fucking Yeti and with like a bunch of like non, uh, they don't like, well, like our first few episodes. You're right. <laughs> like you can hear all the tinny shit, all like the echoey stuff. And like, yeah, it's like, dude. And it's just something about True Crown Podcast. It's something about learning. Yeah. Just learning about random shit that you didn't know about before. Yeah. It, and that's what I was telling fetish. them. I was like, look, because whenever he killed himself and their boys, like in the house fire, I'd only been out here for a few months. So I, you know, whatever I knew, I gathered from the news anyway. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of cool because this podcast helps fill in some of that because I wasn't here for it. I wasn't, and I wasn't most around news for productions, it. even when they were discussing it, were never... Yeah, they getting too deep into it because it's a fucking Debbie Downer. Yeah, and he, he said I wanted to ask him if this whole process has kind of made him slightly jaded, just because you know when he you was read talking p- horrid shit. It y- tends to affect you, yeah. right? And not even just that, but one of the the Fanex volunteers came through. He's like, "Look, I've been helping celebrities like Zachary Levi all day," which I'm like, "That's kind of dope." But yeah, uh, he said that you know he was kind of more stoked to meet Dave. And kind of talk about it, right? So that's the only time I talked about the actual, like, um, the the information, like, everything that happened. And even then, you know, he mentioned that his big, Dave mentioned that his biggest regret was that there's no closure to the story. Yeah. There's, you know, and I was like, dude, that makes sense. It's like you have this length of rope to tie from one end to another, but you're just missing, like, six inches of rope. And all you need is just that last little bit to kind of put it all together. But sadly, life isn't a story. Yeah, and he said that that's the only that's the only thing that he wishes could be different was that there could be closure because he wants to keep going and he knows that's not feasible. Like, there's only so much story you can tell without it seeming like you're you know beating a dead horse yeah. or just trying to find extra information. And I was like, you know what, dude, respect because that's awesome that you recognize. That there's only honestly, if you can find another compelling story that because okay, if they just found another thing to talk about, 
another crime to discuss, it will not be as it's not because that was a passion project yeah. about that. If they find something else that they're that into, fuck yeah, go ahead, do another one. But honestly, yep. wait half a year and it's going to get picked up for a fucking a documentary style movie or some shit. Because yeah, let it live on. Because yeah, it's it's hard to see something think like goddamn. There's not going to be any more of it. But also, that's a complete story. Granted, there's still you know a bit of holes in it that they can never clear. But again, say la vie. That's yeah. life. All yeah. right. It's it is. life it was, is a disgusting shit pit that doesn't yep. have button ends. All and, right. And dude, I didn't get a picture with him because you know I how hate, I am. Yeah. Uh, dear viewers, no, dear viewers, dude, for you the know most how part, I am? It's like, like what happened when we were in LA? Okay. Granted. Yes, you can grow mm-hmm. up after about 14 years, but when we went to when we visited California twenty in two thousand four, it's like man, I hope I see Affleck. Man, I hope I see a celebrity. I want to see someone important. I want to yeah, do that. I want to get a picture. So, Dude, I was like twenty two. So and you know what's hilarious about that statement? This is an environment where it's okay and approved to get photos with people. <laughs> I know, but see, that's the thing. I was like, look, even the signed picture, I had a, I had him sign it for one of Soraya's friends who yeah. likes the podcast. I was like, dude, because to me, that even conversation though, was, the, right, was the treat. Yeah. Even though there's no technical documentation of it, gives a shit. I know, and you know that we stood here and talking about it. And eight other people know. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. And I was I was talking to him that he's like, oh yeah, what about your podcast? I was like, it's a dog and pony show. It's you don't a dick want, and no. fart joke. Yeah. It is full of dick and no. fart jokes. I was like, it's just that nerd. into two brothers yelling at each other <laughs> pretty much but no and but it, hey no 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 there was this there was the story time episodes which i really want to do more the of fanfic theater no the story oh. time you're fucking i uh, your uh your andrew jackson episode my garfield episode oh yeah that which was had fun. a decent amount of well, fucking backstory. And don't and don't forget, we also did pretty good with our decades, the music of the decades, and then the Bond movies. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But no, the episode I mean, that shall not be released because <laughs> right. there's literally uh, only one track of audio. Yeah, it's terrible. But um no, it was just really cool to to kind of talk to them. And there is actually a po- a Utah podcaster summit that goes on. Yeah, in Salt Lake. Yeah. And it's in June. And so Cheryl was telling me about it. She's like, you should totally check it out. Okay. Check Sign out their up. Facebook we'll page. And she said that they're like giving tips and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I don't know if Bob if that's like Bob's bag because like whenever it comes to I would like Whenever it comes to shaking babies and kissing hands, you're not as into it as I am. But at the same but, time, I want to know more shit. Yeah. All right. And like seriously, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos poorly, apparently, because audio quality's only increased a smidge. I mean, fuck! I just now, like uh, three, four episodes ago, I realized one of the reasons our audios, my audio is always sounding less than yours, is because I'm selecting all when I do the limits compression and everything instead of selecting our fucking tracks individually so it takes a little bit longer now but our sounds clear yeah (laughs) it was so bad but no it it was it was just a good time and i doubt they'll hear it but still shout out to michael my co-worker because he's the one that's like hey dude you should come by the panel i'll introduce you to the crew and everything so and then his wife cheryl she was awesome nice um the one of the executive producers for ksl becky i met kind of right before leaving and i noticed on twitter that 
she's from Kentucky. And I was like, dude, what? if I would have known that, we could have talked Kentucky, right? Right. But, you could have dropped into your shitty accent. <laughs> right. Because I'm sorry, if I see someone's from Kentucky, oh hell. Oh shit. <laughs> and then Andy, the. the wet, I will say far. The, the, I will <laughs> say far if I see someone's from Kentucky. Right, right. And I will not apologize. All right. Hell far, Jake. <laughs> It's gone, all right? And then, You'll get decent fars <laughs> as far as the eye can see. And then Andy, who does, like, traffic and weather on the, the radio station, because he has his own, like, geek podcast, but I, I'm sure there's probably less expletives and everything like that. But Probably, yes. <laughs> probably. But, uh, no, he was still a cool dude to talk to. And then um, Christy, who does their uh, social media she was really awesome too. So it was a great group of people, dude. And for no other reason, I would suggest people listen to the podcast just because it was it's such a great group. And then of course Dave. There's a very the good host. chance they already do, because apparently it's the number one podcast on us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, and then of course Dave, great dude, down to earth. Like you could tell that I think that's what's really important whenever it comes to podcasts. You know, we were talking and Cheryl's like, the great thing is that is that anybody can do it, which is true. But you also kind of have to have a passion for it. Yeah. Like I can, t- I think that you can tell a difference in your approach when I to finally it now. Got into it. Yeah. Right. Compared to like, say our first always, 10 episodes. You can, well, no, here's the thing with the first few episodes. I was game because we had, we had so many notes of things to do. Now, even though there is a drive file that Fran and, Nic- and Nicole went ape shit on, we don't touch those topics and we just sort of back and forth. Like, when I know that we have nothing to talk about and I know the episode's going to suck, you can tell. All yeah. right. And they, I don't know if it's self fulfilling or if it was like, Probably I didn't a realize bit the last episode. Yeah, we were about you were you were sick, and I got I was sick all weekend after that. Yeah, I didn't realize too. why Dude, I was in I a was malaise laid up all but weekend. But I was fucking sat my ass Same. on that couch watching. Dude, I didn't oh. play any WoW. I didn't play any video games. I I was so wiped out that weekend. Right? It, I, I felt like ass. It, you were in the middle of it. I was just starting to hit it. Yeah, oh. it was it was it was tough. It was but a bad episode. Man, that, that episode with you and Fran though, that was really good. That was good because but, we yell at each other a lot. But no, <laughs> like. I I kind of like I was surprised that you chose a Stephen King story actually technically because it's, I know sometimes you can dump that on him and, that's oh, why I will I, always dunk on him I know but my thing is like whenever I was listening to it my fantasy would as much as I love Harry Potter and I've read Harry Potter more it would totally Dark be Tower. Dragonlance Oh Oh no, yes. No, the oh, original dr- season the dragon seasons, the autumn, winter and yes, spring. Yes, the dragon trilogy. Yes. Those three will always hold such a great and I special place in my heart. I haven't seen Spring Dawning. I haven't seen Spring Dawning yet. I haven't read it. Oh dude, I, I should have brought it to I know, you then, it, if no, I know. No, I was that. I got them all from I got them all from the uh from the library. Yeah. I read I read uh Autumn's, Autumn's Twilight, Twilight and Goddamn, and then Winter's night. Uh, night, and oh god, yeah. what Stern? 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 No, Stern. Stern. Yeah. Oh, fucking Stern. Yeah, that dude, still hurts, dude. There's, there's my second god, favorite the- character dies in Spring Dawning, and I'm just, and it's not even anything crazy. It's just a natural kind of thing, and freaking break because Fizzman is still my all time favorite. This per this character could be my like would would actually be like one B to Fizzman's one A, but um, 
no, there's that that one is my all time favorite fantasy. As much as I love Harry Potter, it, as much it as I love, based on their games. Yeah, it was yeah. based on their own D and D characters yeah. and campaign, which is adds a whole other layer to it. And you know, I, and I think it's it's increased like my nostalgia because meeting Tracy Hickman and yes. Margaret Weiss at, at my first Comic Con, getting to talk to them, and then hearing and then their the, their biggest sin of fucking uh, of role playing. Do not start your campaign in the end. Yep. <laughs> that was fucking, that was a hilarious panel. Yeah. It was like, don't start in the fucking end. Don't have a goddamn wizard show up to the fucking party and say, hey, I need you to do a thing. No, don't do it. Start an immediate res if you got to Don't. Yeah. No, but that one. And then with, uh, with horror, um, yeah, so I don't I haven't See, read answer, as much as you guys. Yeah, so my the, answer was just based off of uh that that irony factor of yes, technically Groundhog's Day is fantasy. Yeah. And Dark Tower to me is more fantas is more fantastical than it is horror. Yeah. Maybe suspense. Dark fantasy. Yeah, it'd be like dark fantasy. But then again, Stephen King tells you in the introduction to each of those books that the whole purpose of the Dark Tower is to combine Lord of the Rings and spaghetti westerns. Because he was a fan of both whenever he started writing The Dark Tower. And apparently the, Turtles. He the, loves himself a the turtle. The Dark Tower, or I'm sorry, The Gunslinger was like the third or fourth book he ever wrote. And what adds to the Dark Tower series is whenever you learn so much of his other books, like it's all, they all tie in together. Like, just like with uh, Pennywise the Clown. I know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, and like all the turtle stuff, you learn about the turtle stuff in the Dark Tower, which fills in all power. of the, fills in like all of the, the stuff on it, because there's these different creatures that basically wait, wait, like wait, 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 wait. It fills in the stuff on it as in the thing, or it as in the mo the the book? The, the book. The, okay. The book. Okay, because yeah. Jake, that's confusing. Yeah, because. It fills in all the stuff on it. Yeah. On it? it yeah. On, on it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll probably get some of it mixed up. But yeah, it all kind of fills in. But anyway, um, I just I just wanted to do all that. So. Oh, well, why don't you just do it yourself, you I, bitch? I was, Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. I we started to, but I didn't want to like steal your thunder. Almost 20 minutes in. It's all right. Pre-edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can leave that stuff in. Well, you never know. There might be some stuff cut. That's what I'm just saying. Ah. Pre any edits. Damn. Don't be fucking pulling back the curtain. All right? Don't be goddamn. Oh, Dude, you do already not do look that. behind the curtain at the man pulling the levers. I, we're the king of oh, the, the forest. <laughs> Dude, cowardly line for days, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's we're children. Best, we're fucking children. Uh, yeah, cowardly line all day, man. Love it. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> God damn it, Pip. That You're kind being of, cute. That kind of uh, threw us off pace a right. little bit. But what? What was it? There was something else that I was going to. I already mentioned that there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. Then now, I guess it's not important, and I you'll realize not. that when I'm in the middle of making a point, and then you'll shut me up so you can make that point derailing my point. Never. Which is the subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> Too many characters to fit on our fucking Twitter title. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
So, Bob. Oh, I remember what it was. This time it was before I replied. <laughs> I played Warframe for 30 minutes. Fuck yes! <laughs> On Xbox? Yeah. Then I'm going to need to download that game. I'll so play that shit with It was just you. like that very opening spot yeah. where you get to your ship, yeah. and then I stopped. But Oh, I'll, I'll yeah. hit what'd you, what'd you What'd you play as? Um, an Excalibur. Simplistic. Once yeah. you get the four, he's really fun because all of his moves are tied into his shit. So if you're doing a slide attack, you'll do the Radiant Dawn thing where you blind everyone. So yeah, everything's tied dude, in. Dude, it moves really fast. I was surprised at how Flip quick. ninjas, dude. Oh yeah. my God. Flip ninjas in space. It plays so quick. I was kind of surprised by Basically, that. Basically, I'm going to let you know what you're going to be doing for the first bit. All right? I would recommend... The excavation mission on Mount uh, Everest. All right. All you are going to be doing is running, sliding, and double jumping. You're going to get used to the mechanics and let everybody else kill everything because everyone else is just farming. They're goddamn MR15s just murdering the shit out of everything. You're just going to get uh, XP by proxy. Accept that. Pick up everything that you see and get used uh, cr- uh, work on your mechanics, on uh, movement skills. Right. Because then, once you get enough level to, you know, do cool shit, you're, you know, you already have, you have the movement down. Now you just need to fix the combat to your movement. Right. Don't expect that you're going to be able to get a kill. Because I feel sorry for every time I'm farming Mount Everest and there's like brand new people there. Because my sidearm is the fucking Sonicor. It shoots a thing that makes everything tumble fucking 15 feet. So I'm just running around, pow, 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 watching everybody fly. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, melee character, you're fucked. Pachoo, yeah, pachoo, I, just, pachoo. I just have the pistol, the sword, and yeah. the bow and arrow. <laughs> oh, no, the bow's really fucking good, yeah. dude. I use that forever. I did that on Far Cry 5. That was like my go-to sneaky thing for compounds is just use the bow. Because whenever you get used to adjusting yeah. for the distance and stuff, and dude, you just like, you're some basically of the bows on there sniping has people no real with a bow. Yeah. And the adjustment is far off. No, with Far Cry, it was pretty... There's also penetration. And if you get that jacked up high enough, you could fucking plow through three fucking... And here's the beautiful thing about it. Like when you're in sneak missions, and say you're in a place to where... You can see a camera on the other side of the wall, on the other side of a glass wall. You can you can shoot an arrow through the wall. But here's the thing. It warps. So if it's directly me to you, I would have to aim a little bit ahead of you because right when it goes through the wall, it'll drop ha- like a foot or so. Oh, it's so cool. Like Ooh. trying to get that ma- that mechanic down. It's like, okay, nice. Okay, there we go. It's such a fun game, and I'll download it so we can play. Okay. Because I don't give it okay i will see if i can uh if i can copy information over instead of just completely yeah. poor because i that'd be nice if you. Could. i still love my my pc has so much shit it's the highest ranked in the shortest time i've ever played dude yeah. it's fucking ridiculous but but bob <laughs> something happened on sunday did it mm-hmm. did it happen what yeah, happened it totally happened there's a tv show that premiered it's the first episode of its final season Simpsons is finally ending? No. Oh, shit. I wish. <laughs> right? Um, let's see. It was a Sunday. Uh, was Capital Critters rebooted and then canceled again? No. Okay, good. Because that show sucked the first time. And, and not I Zoo actually, Zoo. I actually left the Scouts so I could watch Capital Critters. 
because it came on Mondays, the exact same time as Capital Cruise. Like, fuck you. I want to watch Mouse Doogie Howser, okay? Zoobly zoo. See, oh, I can't I can't not see Mayor Ben just vamping the fuck out. God damn, I'm Mayor Ben, and I'm here to lend you a hand. Yes, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Fuck y'all. Okay. <laughs> I had to stop because I would have fucking went on that tangent forever. But, Bob, here's the thing, though. I didn't get to watch talking it a second to, time. To. <laughs> I didn't get to watch it a second time. And I'm kind of, like, disappointed that I didn't. I mean, I have things on my mind, but I didn't write down the amount of then it's stuff a good that thing you did. Because you all see how I actually have mine separated through the scenes. And that's actually one of my notes. Is we'll go through the we'll go through the episode and then I'll go over my my uh, in thought okay. on the episode For, okay. real quick. My my thought, and this is just what I'm going to say, and I've I've already said it to you, and I've said it to others. As a first episode to start the season, not the best first episode, yeah. <laughs> but as an episode, it was still good. Like, as an episode of television, it, it wasn't was, bad, yeah. Right. It, w- it was good, but as a first episode, but then to again- get you jazzed. But dude, you can't top that scene of Arya killing all the male phrase from the previous season. That cold open was the- at, uh, dude, Yeah, you can't st- beat that. No, you can't beat that. So- you can't you can't beat Arya going ape on Filch. Yo, dude, All right, you that can't. Was so awesome! Oh, that was such an amazing scene, but, dude. She straight up fed him, Mrs. Norris. Well, okay? that was the end of season six, but yes. Ah, uh, no. Oh wait, yeah, that was the end, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. the start was whenever she's per- she yeah, actually yeah, yeah. has she a face cut, of yeah. Filch. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, Bob. So the episode start there's. There is, Jake, only four real scenes in this episode. All right? I'm I'm doing transitions. And an epilogue. I'm counting the very end as just the epilogue. Okay. As the button. The first scene is the procession into Winterfell and... Uh, the mirroring of Robert's per, uh, procession into Winterfell in the pilot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I figured that's where you were going because no. that's what everybody talks about is how they on purpose they were mirroring that on purpose. You say, oh, because that's what Arya was doing a lot of. Arya on the cart, and then her the little boy running by her, and she, her just grinning, being like, "Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that." And well, then Bran climbing also, to see the procession. It. You've watched it, the series. You know, I haven't seen season one for like three years. So. Oh yeah. But the my very here's probably why I couldn't get the uh I couldn't get over that or get to that point because that little kid was giving me serious Ollie vibes. <laughs> he did kind of look like Ollie. <laughs> and also think about that fuck that uh see, that episode where the fins attack. It starts sort of the same of little Ollie running around yep. to see his dad. It's true. It's true. <laughs> they really like point. that tracking shot of a little boy. <laughs> I think the producers need to be talked to. The the DP really needs to get talked to, like Chris the Henson DP. style. Boo. Boo this man. And also, okay, did you also... <clears throat> so, you see the procession. It's just a bunch of Unsullied doing their little... Yeah, their, their half-jog yeah, march. Yeah, their OEO, all right? 
They're they're jungle love. Which is love. ridiculous. All right, that, they're jungle love. That's, March. That's using way too much energy, and that's not very feasible for no. a for a. Well, that's uh, sort of the point. Infantry is, force. A, it. You know what else isn't good for your infantry po- uh, force? Rocking around and no fucking sleeves in the winter. I was going to say the Christmas tree whenever you said rocking around, but. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Seriously, them motherfuckers <clears throat> who come from a tropical tri- uh, climb, okay, climb, <laughs> are rocking around fucking Winterfell with no fucking sleeves. Which, yeah, that's true. I didn't even notice that. All right. So, yeah, it, it, what exacerbates that is when you see John in his giant fucking fur coat. All right, like he's goddamn puffy. All right, <laughs> he's just all wrapped up and all like, fuck, shit, goddamn, all right, shit. This is cold. Do you know how it's much cold. it costs to put to to buy Jordans for Unsullied? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And and I got. What would you call the procession more than Arya's goddamn emotional roller coaster of all the people? Of the main people who either, in her eyes, abandoned her or she abandoned. Just a train of abandonment. You have John who left her for the wall. You have uh, Sandor, who she left for dead. <clears throat> and then you have Gendry, who left her for the only real noble reason. Yeah. Because John went to the wall because fuck it. All right? Well, because he was a bastard. And or because no other... of... Or because, you know... Uh, you know, Blood Raven was uh was working people. He made it all happen and all like blah blah blah. He's Blood Raven's a boogeyman and book theorist, seriously. And it's also because Catelyn was gonna fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. There's no other way about that. Like she's fucking crazy. She was gonna if if he stayed in Winterfell with her, she was gonna fucking kill him. Why? Because she's a bastard. Alright. She's a full on asshole. And, uh, and yeah, Sandor, who, well, after their really fucked up relationship, she left for dead. But Gendry, Gendry said because people needed him. He didn't go with her because he, he was needed. Would life have been easier if he went with her? Maybe. Probably not. But, like, the only one who fucking made a good choice to stay. Although, you know, whether or not that turned out well is, you know. Debatable, yeah. but uh, <laughs> truth. But all right. So in the procession, there's of course uh, Varys and Tyrion in the uh, carriage ride. And is it just me, or are you getting fucking sick of Tyrion? Because, kind of. Because it's think, like he's not being written well anymore. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because he's not being written well or if he's being written for a specific reason. Because here's the thing. I and so you mentioned this, and I actually think this about Daenerys. I've been sick and tired of Daenerys for a while now. Yeah. But part of that I was realizing, like, you know, of course watching the episode and listening to various podcasts or YouTube videos and everything, I came across something that was really interesting. Whenever Daenerys was in Essos, how did she gain the loyalty of Mas- of Masande and everyone else? How did she how did she gain Burning them? a fool? No Yes, but she 
she earned their respect by her actions, right? Essentially, because basically she's like, hey, I'm trying to... She killed their slave masters. Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to free you from your bonds. There, And then they gained... Um, they gained her, they respected her because of that, right? So she thinks doing that is, but no, she's to- not doing that in Westeros. That's the problem. She is not, she's not trying to, here's the thing that is exactly what she's doing, but she's in, she, her, the problem is she doesn't understand the context of what is happening. It wasn't burning a fucker and betraying his goddamn uh, backing out of their deal. Because I want you to think about what she did to the fuck it to to the people in Slavers Bay. She said, "I will buy these people for a dragon. I will trade you." <clears throat> Dude gave her the thing. All and right, she reneged on the deal. Yes, she burned him and told everybody, "Hey, now that I have your ownership of you, kill everyone, every fucking uh, person who owns anything." Kill them. But she also gave them the but, option of... Of leaving afterwards. But here's the thing. What she took from it was she gains loyalty through fire, through shows of force. She is turning into a goddamn Klingon, okay? Because a Klingon will only understand a show of force. So that is what she's... So when she is doing this in Westeros, who are very... Very tight knit uh, clan societies. Okay, it's go. It is breaking bad for her because her whole like you know. Well, I did have to burn a few people to do this, and you know this entire episode, she's just stopped short of saying I'm going to fucking burn people in Winterfell with my dragons multiple times. All right, it's like I don't need her to be my friend if I can't get her loyalty. But that uh, was yeah, part of it. No, it, fucking... it wasn't loyalty. She said oh, respect. Wait. Respect, yes. Fear Which is and what led... Fear and respect is the whole thing is because if she can't have the respect, she'll have their fear. Loyalty through fear. And she's always Which is what short led me of to... saying that. But see, that's the thing is that she's not doing anything to earn respect. No. Having dragons doesn't give you respect. It gives you fear, Being but it does Targaryen never gave you respect. It gave you fear. Right. There's only two Targaryens that had faith in them okay and that was Aegon after the conquest because he 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 converted to Westerosi society instead of converting Westerosi and society what's to his him name? and Jaharis Jaharis yeah. Jaharis and Alisane because they fixed everything and they they made it a they point, still though. had their their wishes their non-Westerosi wishes of marrying brother and sister but they the people saw them bend over backwards to show that it is oh that just that like just because we're doing like we may not follow this rule, but goddamn guys, we have we will help everything and like Alisane spending all that time in Winterfell. Yes, like fucking Alaric, Alaric, Alaric yeah. knew, Alaric knew that they knew that he didn't like them, right? That he wasn't that he was like pro north yeah through and through yeah he was alex jones like a motherfucker (laughs) knew that he knew that she knew right and what did they do they still went she still went there and spent time yes jaharis was stuck in king's landing 
But she still made it a point to spend all of that time with him. She could have went back at any time and been like, hey, you know what? My but husband's not showing up. she knew the North was stubborn and, and it would be a snub to them. Right. So, yeah. So, she makes she all understood this headway. Her people. Jaharis shows up and, you know, Alaric kind of goes back to being slightly stone-faced because he still sees it as a slight. But... They still made it a point to spend that time there. And didn't she go back at one point, too? Yeah, because yeah. she eventually goes, well, so it was while she was there. Is that whenever she does the new gift, whenever they add on yeah, to Brandon's Yeah, when she did gift? her giant queen's procession. Yeah. yeah, because, and you know, and they mentioned, because that's also where she tried flying to the wall, but her, her dragon, dragon what, kept coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, which she thought was really strange. But anyway, um which they sort of alluded to, but not well. Yeah, because not it could very have just well. been, "Hey, we can sense that our brother is a zombie." Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just one of those things that shit. Where was I going with that train of thought? But anyway, we got we got off base. But no, this is base. Daenerys is just I, the character, I just annoys me. Yeah, like. I think that she was trying slightly more in season seven. But here's also the thing. Once she became a queen, that's sort of when the smugness started just smacking out. Yeah. And uh, and that's the thing. Like, It is acceptance that her way is right because she's queen. Yeah. And you also, have to accept it because I'm queen. Exactly. Of course everybody in fucking Westeros will want me back. And I love those characters who flat out told her, like, you're an invading army. Yeah. No, none of these people will fucking look to you as the redeemer. Yeah. You are an invader who is bringing a, a horde invader. of screamers. Okay. Yeah. And monsters. Why the fuck would they ever, ever be okay with you? And the worst part about all of that is every time her crazy shows, her, her, uh, her, uh, Aries start showing. All right. John overlooks it. Why? He's blinded by that. He's yeah. blinded by it, y'all. He's blinded by it, y'all. Well, yeah, he's getting to ride a dragon. <laughs> While other dragons watch. <laughs> Dude, there some of those memes that have been coming out. There after are this three first great episode. races of dragons, Jake. Metallic, chromatic, voyeuristic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need to mark that out because I said that early. That that's on page four oh, do you of my actually, notes. <laughs> see, I would have had more respect if you would have that if that would have been off the top of your head instead. Oh, it would have ended up. It I had it off down. the top of my head the moment I thought of, like the moment still, I saw that's that. Really good, dude. Anyway, continue. All right, so uh, procession. Oh, yes, the Tyrion shit, because it started oh, yeah, with Tyrion. that. No, so Tyrion is, and I think that that scene with Sansa sums up how all of us feel about Tyrion. Yeah, he used to be so clever, but now it's just, I would love it if it came to be all these people are acting oddly because Kinslaying is an actual fucking uh, myth mystical sin. Yeah. The fact that he's acting so out of place because you're you're actually marked. Your soul is actively marked from it. So Kinslaying is one of the worst sins in the in the universe. Right. Of of uh, ice and fire. Yeah. So by doing that, it it marred him. So he is not the same. Right. 
that would be nice, but they're not going to do that because they're kind of steering away from shit like that. But yeah. uh, anyway, on to the next. Oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah, that was also a part of why Danny's going full crazy. When everybody's looking at her weird and John's all like, yeah, they're not going to trust you. And the dragons terrify the small folk, that smile it gives her. It can be construed, I guess, to say because the dragons give her a sense of it. It's a uh, it's it's her compass. No matter what, it is her zero point. No matter where she is, no matter how odd she feels, that's that bit of home. It's a lucky rabbit's foot. It's that it's the a, a handkerchief your mom gave you. It's that thing like I may be up in this uh, surrounded by enemies, but my children are here. But. The way I see it, the way I, the way it, it was sort of framed in the shot was, <laughs> that's right, make them fear me. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's about the display of power, not not the comfort yeah. of having. Yeah. That fucking look everybody gives her, everyone who has power, the way they're all like, yes, it's like smiling through their teeth at her. Yeah. Oh, and of course. Let's not forget Big Shot Mormont. Oh, dude. Which, let's put it this way. She said the exact same thing Sanzo says. But I, I'm i okay with her saying it and not Sanza. Because when it comes from Sanza, it comes from a leader of an army who knows they're fucked. And here comes John with 4,000 troops and two fucking dragons. Well, more oh. than 4,000. Because there's 8,000... There's 2,000 screamers and 2,000... No, uh, there's 8,000 unsullied. Oh, and I thought then it was 2,000. An entire callous... No, like, two, no it's 2,000 It's two thousand uh, screamers. I know that for a fact. Okay. I also thought they said 2,000 uh, 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 unsullied. So that's why I said four. But also... Two dragons that are made of the thing that kills ice. Okay? Fire... Her ice, okay? You can kill the fucking walkers. The walkers, the coral. Whites, at least. You can kill the walkers, coral. The whites, at least. I know, but I'm calling those yeah. the, yeah. You can kill the those with are fire. sons, but. All right. The others are Craster's sons. They're, the race is called the others, but in the show, they're called the white walkers. Yeah. So they're, they're all walkers, technically, so that's why I didn't say white walkers, gotcha. because... God damn you show seriously you couldn't I know others is so on the nose it hurts but these are also a people who your your writers decided nobody can wear a hat because that's too technologically advanced for this society did you read that Mm-mm. yeah everyone was pissed off everyone who had to do a shot in the north could not wear hats they could not cover their heads especially John who has a curly mane so if you put a hat on it you know it. there was a hat on it because they said it was fucking too infeasible that these people would have hats so they made everybody fucking freeze so yeah there's that but nah anyway yeah <laughs> back to the main point so it's okay for Liana to say it because, as oh yeah because it comes to Mormont the bears are just stubborn assholes anyway like I swore fealty to you okay and now you just gave it away so yes they the lord see it as a slap they gave you this honor and you handed it off when the entire world is just fucking stupid i feel sorry for john 
Yeah. Because he's going to get killed a second time for doing the right thing. For a second time. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he realized, yeah, the free folk are fucking crazy, but guess what? They're not zombies. And we don't need more zombies. You know what's worse than a zombie? A fucking wild, a, a powerful wildling zombie, okay? Yeah. Like, seriously. It's, oh. And everybody keeps giving him shit. And I was like, John, boo, for once you're not fucking up. You're doing the right thing, okay? But you're going to get fucking stabbed a second time. It's going to happen because he keeps doing the right thing. And Sam's going to get him killed this time too, probably, by saying, oh, hey, you should be king. It's like, motherfucker, who cares about titles? Who cares about crowns? There's fucking zombies. No, I don't think. Well, we'll get to that. Anyway, continue. I don't want to jump ahead. So No, fucking jump around. Cause no, I'm, I'm just going to say, dude, that I think that it's not about the title whenever it comes to everything Sam was telling John. I think that Sam summed it all up best whenever he said, you gave up your crown to save your people. Would she do the same? It has nothing to do about being king or being queen it's about just being a leader period and i that's what sam was getting at but he's like Sam's there's opinion a difference was also sullied slightly but that doesn't change the fact that there's a difference between there's a very thin line and it, the two are not mutually uh, exclusive just because you're a king or queen doesn't mean you're a leader just because you're a leader doesn't mean you're a king or queen in the long run john is just a leader period and somebody mentioned the quote because this is what i've actually been thinking of a lot whenever it comes to john is the quote that dumbledore has to harry how the people who have leadership thrust upon them do it the best as opposed to the people who go out trying to be a leader or trying to find ways to be a leader. Those that have it thrust upon them and are successful at it, they, they're they doing it because there's no other choice and they're humble about it. Whereas if you're going out and you're trying to be that person, there's there's a, already a tinge of arrogance. Yeah. And that arrogance can run rot, roughshod yeah. really, really quick. It can, yeah, it can uh, rot the batch, yeah. And with uh, Sam, I will say this, though. He does have a bit of uh, bias on the good end as well as the bad because he's seen what John can do. He knows the choices John will make and everything that will be the greater good. But And you know, and he, he doesn't knows. know anything about Danny. On the flip side, just about all of Danny's followers can say the same about her. They've seen her make those right choices. But again... She's the other in the North. There may be others out there, but it's an other that they've known about. She is right. the unknown. <laughs> in a world in a world where they're fighting for world. their lives against in a world where they're fighting for their lives against zombies, she is the most other of them all. And will she become prom queen? Kiss me under the Vicky Twilight. Dear God, we already covered a lot of this. Oh shit! Uh, good. I was gonna say. Yeah. Again, seriously. Like thirty minutes. Fuck the titles. Goddamn zombie army. There's a lot of things. I. Wow. A lot of this I have already covered. I. 
Oh my god. The okay. One thing we'll let, like, we may have to split this up into two episodes then. No, or we okay. can keep going. Okay. But uh I'm just saying I have to leave like in thirty minutes. So okay. All right, we'll blast through. That way I know I definitely have time to get yeah. over to the gateway. So. Oh my god, we're still on the first scene. There's only one two big things about the second scene, but we we can't leave we can't leave here without talking about I uh, because we already covered that Tyrion's an idiot yeah. and he thinks Cersei will actually help, but uh the the meeting of Arya and Jon, oh that look like these are two actors who do well together because yeah, Jon like because Kit Harrington can just be mopey a lot and. Uh, Macy Williams. Williams, I think. I thought, okay, I thought I was right. Uh, she can do well, but with those two together, play off really well. And that yeah. fucking line when he was like, when he asked her if she used, because I forgot he didn't name it. Yeah. So when she was like needle, I was like, yeah, not nah, shit. And then the second time I was like, oh yeah, she didn't name it until uh, Ned. Yeah. Ned had her name it at King's Landing when he asked her if she ever used it, and she's just like, once, once or, or twice. twice. And the fact that he got it, that he fucking just felt that. Oh, but of yeah. course, then it's ruined by John the character being John the character because, you know, he's just trying to get snide hits at Sansa because she didn't go along with this shit. And everybody's like, she's like, no, nah, she actually is. I'm sorry. She's not the smartest fucking person. She isn't. She's yeah. a. F- if she was the smartest fucking person. She would have done a lot more shit during Littlefinger's trial than let other people fucking yeah. Duh. But the fact that you know he's sitting here trying to get uh, trying to bring things back to the way it used to be because the last time they were together they were making fun of Sansa, and she's just changed and he's noticing how much she's changed and ah, oh, and that fucking bit. How did you survive a knife to the heart? Ah, oh, ah, oh, shit. And he's just like, I, I didn't. didn't. Oh, dude, that was and Arya. There's like no, like she's just like, all right, good point. You know, she's like, all right. <laughs> you know, she doesn't she doesn't ask any follow up questions. He's just like, I didn't. And then that's whenever she smiles and gives him a hug. You know, dude, it was oh that that was that was the reunion I was waiting for, and it was yeah. And uh, so I only I'm only gonna cover like two three things about the third the second scene which is king's landing the bay one of which the b-a-y not the b-a-e <laughs> one of which is nothing to do with the show itself but props to the cinematography team because tell me watching that opening scene of her and kyburn on the bay and you fit fe- you could feel that it's late autumn early winter just by the lighting, because yeah. they're out at a time that you know that is normal hours to be active, but it's getting darker and darker. So it, like it, you just look at it, it's like, yeah, it's probably about four o'clock around there. See today. what I took? It was so well. What lit. I most took from that was Kyburn's reaction to Cersei's reaction. Which one? Because whenever he mentions that the wall has fallen, and she says good, and he's like. Bitch, they zombies, okay? Yeah, and then the framing of the shot where it's the profile of Kyburn or like a three-quarter profile, and you see all the ships in the bay. To me, that that's that's that great cinematography. It's, yeah. The, the, the framing of it is so and incredible. See, I completely forgot that the fucking, uh, that Euron was coming back with the Golden Company. So I was like, 
Who the fuck is this fool? All right, what the fuck is going on? It's like, oh, oh yeah, he he was bringing the Golden Company. Wonder, <laughs> now that I think about it, guys, I'm like that actor who plays Harry Strickland looks familiar, and I've been trying to pinpoint it. I think he kind of looks like um, the actor who played uh, Cormac McLoggin in Half Blood Prince. A little bit, <laughs> kinda yeah. Looks like him, but anyway. I. Uh, in the other two notes I have for this is one, I like that Euron is a bit more human. Like he's leaving Yara alive just because one, she's family, and two, he only like he as shitty as his family is, at least he likes his family. So he doesn't want to kill her because she's a great joy. See, I don't think he's a great character because he's I don't not a think, great character, but I'm just saying that moment. I don't think that Euron Greyjoy would be like, So did you like it? To me, I, I mean, part of me was like, okay, that's like more true to life than what a guy that's kind of, you know. No, that is what Euron, no, because Euron is not only testing himself constantly, he's riling people up. And he's also kind of all shirt and, he's or what is it, all coat and no trousers, all fur coat and no trousers. Yeah. So he's, he's all flash, but yeah. really so, it's all Jake a bunch is referring of to the fact that he was able to talk himself into Cersei. All right. Full yeah. stop. And that leads me to this, Jake. <clears throat> I composed a poem. Oh, shit. Greyjoy, playboy, nasty little crayboy. <laughs> Crew that won't say joy, gonna stick it into Sir Say Joy. <laughs> Wait, that should actually say comma boy. There you go. Yeah, Sir Say Boy, yeah. There. Alteration made. <laughs> also, why did she want elephant so much? Dude, because she was so upset that the elephants weren't there. It really did feel like Samwise being disappointed, like with or wanting to see, wanting to was see elephants in Lord of the to, Rings. Could it no, be that one of her children wanted to see elephants? No, or, I think it's just her thinking. It's it's almost she like needed a, something big. Um, what's it called? Um, she she. It's almost like this weird. I always want to say object permanence, right? But that's that's the wrong framing because object permanence is like, oh hey, I have something, yeah. and then I close my hand, and the kid Focus. doesn't understand she that has... it's still there. But no, she to her, elephants are larger than horses, okay, than man on horse, which gives her an advantage. Yes, they're not as big as dragons, but they're bigger than men on horses. Okay. That, really, that's all it comes down to because to her, it's all about size. And goddamn, Lena, he's a good actor. She is. And dude. I actually liked she is Cersei. She's such in this a great scene, actress. Including when she fucking tells Braun, uh, by proxy, tells Braun to kill my brothers. That's a mark, but I think most people are focusing on her wanting to wanting Braun to kill Tyrion, but no, but Kyburn says brothers, both. yeah, and everybody, everything that I've heard after this, they've only focused on the killing of Tyrion, not oh, the no, killing she of wants Jamie. Jamie because, she wants both of them yeah, dead. Yeah, because Jamie is no longer yeah. her mirror. Yep, I love that because he has uh, her hair gets more and more goldish, and he gets more and more muted. That was a great physical, uh, visual. He looks use. like he's more from the north as opposed to the south. Yeah. No, no, as in like he because the darker hair. The and... gilding is is uh, chipping away. She is getting more and more gilded. All right, dark and gold. Dark yeah. and gold is all of her color scheme. Uh, him 
his colors are muting because he is losing that Lannister luster, which is the same thing that happened with Tyrion, if you notice. Oh, yeah, that's but true. But uh, that fucking scene with her and uh, Euron, when they're they're having their back and forth, and he thinks he's just being, you know, witty. coy and witty, but he fucking says he's going to put a print in her, and she fucking holds and holds and waits till that door closes and has that that break. Because, yeah... Her, she's never going to have another kid. And that all does, that does is remind her that her fucking kids are dead. Yeah. Oh, and it was acted so fucking well. Yeah. Oh, let's see. We already talked about the fuck scene. Uh, Oh yeah. Where fucking Winterfell turns into the goddamn stateroom skit from fucking uh, Marx Brothers, where everybody just keeps showing up at the gates. Like, oh, hey, new random person. Oh, hey, new random person. Oh, hey, new random person. Just keeps fucking happening. Uh, oh, well. I did actually put a note that uh, him and Cersei deserve each other. So true. Now, one of my... Um, one of my guesses slash theories came true. I did tell people last weekend before the episode aired, I was like, Hey, you know, those shots of them flying through that ravine and everything. I, I knew, I knew that they were going to be on the backs of the dragons. There's something about the framing, even in the trailer. I'm like, they edited out John and Daenerys. So John's totally riding a dragon dragon in this episode. And I was totally right. I was kind of happy about that. But everything else about that scene has already been done to death, so... Although you do got to feel sorry about Tyrion. That's the one thing I'd never seen anybody talk about. He spent his whole life dreaming of riding a dragon, and there swoops by his crush and Jon fucking Snow upon one. And nobody... Oh. And that's the one thing that I'll agree with and what they everybody else down is saying. so you could see them. How does nobody put two and two together that Jon fucking Snow is on a dragon? Nobody, including Daenerys, is like, huh, huh. There's a a non-Targaryen on a dragon. So back and forth, those like, well, what if he doesn't want me? It's like, well, then it was a pleasure. It was a, it was a pleasure. I or no, then I enjoyed uh, enjoyed your your company. company. I enjoyed your company, Company, Jon Snow. Snow. It was like, fuck. That was that was was good. good. That That was was good good actors acting well. It just because like his whole thing like. What if he doesn't want me? (laughs) Because, yeah, sure, he's acting all weird and, you know, scared. But guess what? In the situation, it's a big fucking dragon. Of course you're like, you want me to ride that thing? Um, what if he doesn't want me to? (laughs) Or what was it? What if he doesn't like me? (laughs) Okay, so, Uh, oh, go ahead. I have a note here that Arya is getting it. Uh, (laughs) Dude, they were flirting so hard. Oh, and her just like, and you knew the thing with Sandor was going to go well. That's them just go. That's just basically them saying respect. Yeah. And they're in the way that they talk to one another. Yeah. Because she did literally what he did. Yep. By taking whatever he could and abandoning the ship. That's it. Which is exactly what he did at the Battle of Blackwater Bay. He grabbed what he could and fucked off. They have a really strange relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, poor Sam. The poor, poor cinnamon roll Sam. Oh, that acting of when fucking... Uh, Dude, John Bradley is so good oh, in that scene, man. 
Oh, it, you know, she, he exfoliated Jorah's skin like so goddamn good. And just that he finds out that his father and brother had their skin exfoliated off their bones. But here's the thing when he was asking John, did you know? I get, I get the concept of when you're fucking in an emotional rage, you're not thinking clearly, but. Why would he know? Why would she have stopped at any point and said, oh, hey, uh, stop fucking. All right. Dragons, stop watching. All right. Oh, just so you know, I've cooked a few people who didn't fucking bend the knee. And also then, oh, hey, did you happen to know a Tarly? No. It was just something that happened on the battlefield. It was a commander who refused to kneel, so she made an example. That's all it was in her mind. That is it. So yeah, but Tyrion had the right of it also. Yeah. Oh no, no. In the moment, I'm just saying in her twisted mind. I'm not saying what she did was right because, dear God, she just fucking did the dumbest shit you can do in Westeros. It worked in it worked in Essos because all the people who had the power, they were not the shepherds. Because in the Westerosi society, the lords are the shepherds. The small folk are the flock. Shit can fuck you over there. The the masters, the the leaders are the goddamn predators. Yeah. The small folk are the prey. So killing the predators will instantly gain you the approval of the prey. Out here, you just damn the flock. You damn the flock to the wolves, okay? They're you damn them to the predators. That's what happens when you kill the lord of the house. Some of them are good shepherds, all right? Some of them are boltons, okay? Yeah. But that's how it is in this society and she fundamentally doesn't understand Westerosi society. And yeah. I can't believe I just pulled that out of my ass. That is a really good... Uh, You're like, good take by me. Yeah. You'll, you'll never fucking say it, so fuck you. No, that's a good point. So yeah, the whole thing about you know asking John if he knew was... I get it at, in terms of just as grief, but, at, but John didn't handle it well. No, but I think Sam... John didn't handle it well at all Sam, because he was fuck... He was like... Fuck, he had fuck glow on him at the time. Dude, you can't, you can't blame him, though, either. You can't blame John for reacting that way. Because it's like, dude... Weird shit happens on the battlefield. No, n- no, 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 not that. I'm talking about... Uh, or Oh, I thought you were talking about the whole parentage reveal. No, no, I'm talking about defending Danny. When your your best friend is all, she yeah. fucking killed my family. I was like, well, shit happens, brah. Hold on, hold on. Ugh. Oh, sorry, I got that thing where like after you, after you ejaculate, you know, after a while it just gets hard for no reason. Ah, it's all sensitive. I'm sorry. Please tell me again about how your parents, your family's dead. Like, no, John handled it. Shit. But what? What? About the I was going to say, yeah, he didn't handle that well. But I mean, you can't blame him. I thought that's what you were trying to say. Oh that no, he you cannot blame well. him for not handling no. that well because he loved Ned. Yep. He loved Ned. And by saying that, it's basically because in the society, your family is everything, which sucks. But and he to to be told because this is what you're telling him. Your father ain't your father. The man you love is your father. No, he's not. Because their familial love means something. You can't just it. How bunnies are brother. There's no other way about it. Bunnies fucking family. Yeah. All right. No, then that works fine for us. All right. And as we saw it, Greyjoy was one of the fucking Starks yeah. growing up. 100%. But because of Westerosi society, he never was. And that always ate him. 
Now look at John, his his revelation to your dad isn't your dad's like his whole fucking world's fucked because they don't have that that gray area when it comes to family. All right. They yeah. don't have the Fast and the Furious seven definition of family. Salute all right. Me, salute me, familia. We ain't friends. We're family. <laughs> so yeah, that and also part of John's point is again, fuck who gives shit God Sam Dragon Fuck Title eat dick? Title eat dick. Title may eat dick, please, because um, undead dragon, zombie, army coming kill us? Fuck your title, Sam. I don't give a shit about being king. We have a war to fight, Sam. Dude, you made completely (laughs) zero sense during all that. Good, because guess what? In John's mind... That's how all this talk about lineage is, about fucking who is the king, who is the queen, bending the knee. There's people who are alive, and there's people who are zombies, and the only reason the zombies aren't here yet is they're, for some reason, still bringing their chain. (laughs) You never know. They may mystically need it again. (laughs) And see. Yes, dear viewers, Jake spent half this thing staring at me like Bran did everybody in Winterfell. <laughs> Dude, and I didn't realize whenever he told Sam that he was waiting for an old friend, I had no idea. I thought he oh, was actually shit. talking about Sam. When, yeah, exactly. I didn't realize. He was waiting there for Jamie. Yes, and I thought he was, I thought he was actually saying that he was waiting yeah. for Sam in the moment, and it wasn't Because until there was important shit to say. Way after the fact and he was that, in the same spot. Yeah. Fuck yes, yeah. Jake. Holy Dude, that's shit. Like, that's yeah. It's anyway. But no, before that. So that scene with poor little Ned Umber, right? Oh, I, a lot of people are saying that this episode was kind of classic. They've Thrones. always been blue. Well, My no, eyes have always been blue. <laughs> they've said that this was kind of classic Thrones, and the more I think about it, the more that I've heard that it's more correct because there's the horror elements. There's sex galore, mystery. There's all these other aspects. Political fucking turnabout. That Game of Thrones totally built its career on, right? But, yes. And there was no, you never saw them fucking uh, breaking the bread. True. That, That is something I'm taking from it. That's true. When Daenerys came by to say, hey, girl. There was no, there was no bread and salt. That's a good, that's a good point. Holy shit. Anyway, but whenever I was watching that scene and the more I watched the replays of, um, Barrack stabbing Ned Umber to catch him on fire. And then you see the whole spiral with the spiral. So I don't know. It's something that keeps coming up and that's why I have this theory. I don't know if you saw me put this out on Twitter. Oh, I actively didn't w- uh, look at it because I hadn't watched it yet. I'm actually wondering if for some reason that spiral is indicative of the God's Eye. Now, they haven't talked a lot about the God's Eye in the show <laughs> compared to the books, but whenever yeah, it shows the that flash, are, yeah. whenever it shows the children of the forest stab um, the the first man to become the Night King, right? Dude, there's no snow to be found. And if you look at it, it kind of looks like it's like this little gully, 
right? And there's a heart tree. Now, part of the God's eye, the children of the forest lived at the God's eye. That was like the, that was actually the center, the, the, center, the home because of their strength they, and power. When they die, they become, they join the right. heart tree, which what becomes a What if there's network. something, not just about the God's eye, but the werewood specifically there at the God's eye, where that happened, and that spiral is supposed to, because if you think of like the eye of Ra, how there's like different um, like loops and things off of it. There's just something about it. For whatever reason, it hit me that anytime that spiral is shown, that it's supposed to be indicative of this whole possible Night King's act of revenge against being made and being created. And what if it happened at the God's eye and he has to return to the scene of the crime and that is where he or, can unmake himself. Or what if the actual Night King is still there, bound, and all the others are coming for him? Well, and that's also one of the things about so, the Crypts it, of the Winterfell. The thing about killing, uh, the, killing uh, an other kills their zombies because they are psychically controlling all those zombies. So if you kill the true Night King... You kill it all. But if that spiral is showing up everywhere and it shows up in Dragonstone, there's just, to me, there's something, it's got to be something like that. I'm wondering if it has to do with yeah. the God's eye. And I am interested to see what happens because I am trying I'd not like to, to be I'd like to think in the book, in the book, I think it could turn out that way. Oh, I don't know if the show. the book is probably going to turn out in the God's eye is fucking, they'll find a research ship of the fucking people who started this planet. Yeah. Because I swear to God, it's going to come to find out it's a space thing. It well, is going to be a space thing. Well, you don't know because it's just like they all, you know, the whole like old man used to always say that, you know, some people say that they just live in the eye of the, uh, the eye of a giant. And then you have the God's eye. And so there's, I don't know, there's just, for whatever reason, there's just something that's sticking with me that I'm like, there's, there's has to be a reason for that spiral. Some people are like looking all ultra deep and saying, oh, that's because everything just always comes back around no matter the what. The lines don't connect though. Right. And yes, it does kind of look like the Targaryen sigil, like whenever you look yeah. at the fire, but Taking the fire out of it, even in the very first episode that was shown, that spiral. So there's got to be something. And there's re-watching it and seeing the Night King being created, there's no snow. So they're not at, the, they're not at that weirwood beyond the wall. Uh, because that's yeah. that's that's always it's in the land. That's essentially in the land of like right. It's, the it's land of bordering always, the land of always winter. Right. Yeah. So there's going to be snow there, but where they're at, there is no yeah. snow. It's because all where green. they're at is in the fucking Riverlands, and that's right? isn't the no no no. It's slightly above the Riverlands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The God's Eye is, but yes. So there's got to be something about that. Because isn't it the God's eye where they say that the children like or the the gods split the essentially kind of split Westeros, split the north from the rest. And that's where the God's eye, it just so happens to be like this piece of land in the middle of that. Isn't that I don't really know if I if I'm not mistaken, that's the that you know, that's the the history behind it. But I I just think that whenever you look at that spiral, there's always something in the middle, and I just feel like there's something about it being yeah. an eye. Yeah. And 
the, it's yeah. not Targaryen. I'm sorry. Targaryens no. are not Westerosi. No. It's not I, a Targaryen. That, but thing. that's where I'm kind of hoping. Yeah. But we'll have to find out more about that next week. Because guess what, folks? But no, that Bran and Jamie scene was my favorite scene of the entire fucking episode. I can't wait for more, but here... Oh, I just... I don't want to have to listen to Danny and Sansa being Danny and Sansa. Because that's what it's going to be. It's like, you killed my father! You hurt my brother! Why should we listen to you? But I think I think that Bran... Like, um, you're okay. The brother thing, yeah, my B, y'all. That's all me. But I think, but I think Bran. I think Bran will just be there to say, "Hey, if he didn't do that, I could not be where I'm at right now." And and even then, he'll be like, "I'm not Bran Stark anymore. I'm the Three Eyed Raven." And, and also, he he'll put, probably drop down that fucking uh, that uh, it was his aunt who fucking did the cat part, the cat's paw. Yeah. Because it was her and Littlefinger's plot. Because really the worst thing that Jamie did was pushing Bran out the window. But he was but also he, a different person. But I think Brienne will be there to stand up for Jamie and why Especially, he killed the Mad King. Yes, because he did because she has sworn to Lady Stark. And even if I uh, if he doesn't say anything, she will probably visibly show that she fucking knows something, and Sansa will compel her to and speak. And besides, in the trailer, we've already seen him fighting with like all the fire, and it's dark, and he's yelling a command. We've already seen that in the trailer, so it's not like they're going to fucking off him in this next or episode. Or that's when so. they realize that he's fucking uh, the king, king killer, Chronicles, uh, the king slayer. He's the big wheeler king killer. Yeah, because, you know, right now he's just some scruffy dude. Death dealer. He's just some scruffy fuck, okay? Yeah. That's all he is. But dude, whenever he, whenever it showed him riding up to Winterfell and he had his hood on and everything, right, I'm like, like oh, I was like, oh, that's Jamie. Yeah, that's Jamie. Yeah, that's no totally way Jamie. Around. Yeah, I didn't have to see him awkwardly get off his horse and holding his non-functional hand and all of that. But dude, that man, that look between him and oh. Bran of Jamie being like, uh, and then Bran just <laughs> sitting there all toast, <laughs> just fucking, I don't. I would and love Jamie, it. Jamie, you could I see really it formulating actor, in his head where he's like, uh, I really hope the actor playing Bran loves his job so much because that's the only way that that's acceptable to me because that has the markings of somebody who hates their job. Just, I'm just going to sit here. Fuck yeah. y'all. Like the Blade 3 of acting, okay? To where they actually had the goddamn CGI eyes on him, so his eyes opened because he refused to open them because yeah. Wesley Snipes was like, shit. But, yeah, just the whole thing. I really hope he loves his job because if he just hates being brand, that fucking puts that in such a hateful light. Yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. will have to find out what happens next time because guess what? This may end up being titled Month of Thrones, but... Sit with us, y'all. This is going to be every fucking episode. Good. I'm glad you're on the same page yeah, as me. Because I want to not be pessimistic yeah. Bob. So we're going to go through this. And Jake, no more massages because I want you to have notes, bitch. Well, not until next month. but. And I do have drill the first weekend in May. So like two weeks Well, then we're going to have to record during the week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right? Because we'll that won't happen, bitch. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so, until next time. You don't want to tell them where they can find us, Bob? Jake. Why don't you tell them? I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. You can uh, email us, brothersquarrel at gmail.com. You can hit us up at, uh, on Twitter at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're on all of your favorite podcatchers. All right. If you could be so kind, uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. All right. That'll give us, that'll make us nice and hard. <laughs> but until then, we hear. At a brother's quarrel, would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument, He Man. <laughs> Unless you're the three eyed raven. Yeah, because that bitch is cheating.